I don't want to step on anyone's toes here, but what I'm sharing with you today is something I really hope will help you because I have never been more in the need of controlling my body as when I was planning my wedding. Welcome to Bride and Joy. I am your host, Amanda Costa-Thompson speaking. We travel all over Europe and plan unforgettable memories for you and for your amazing family and friends. We absolutely love what we do and I hope this episode will inspire you to make good choices for yourself and to take inspired action. After being a professional dancer for many years, I had earlier felt the need to always be slim. I was used to being on stages wearing tight dancing costumes, some of them that showed my stomach area or some were very short shorts and I've always been quite comfortable when wearing these costumes. You went on stage, you did your thing, you went off, it was part of the show. But something happened when I was getting married. I felt the need to look my absolute best and you might feel the same way. I felt like everyone was going to see me in the dress and that these pictures they had to be absolutely amazing it felt like they were going to be shown for the rest of my life which happens and yes that is true and i felt like i had to be really skinny for them to be able to be okay to be shown so i felt like i had to look really really good in them and then a journey towards reaching a number on the scale became an obsession. The truth is, I've never been a big figure, but even though I hadn't been a big figure, this really hit me because I was going to be a bride. This also felt very unfair to others that were bigger than me that maybe started to think that if I felt it this way, then how should they feel about themselves? But this wasn't true either, because there was nothing wrong with any size, nor the size I was or others around me. This was in my head, and I tried to keep it a secret from everyone, but it didn't go unnoticed. I had set a goal that I wanted to reach, and it was a number on the scale, which is completely irrelevant what that number was, and how I was going to reach it was not the problem. I took it as a challenge. I was going to go to that number no matter what, and I was going to work out X amount of days a week, and I was still working full-time as an architect. I was working long hours and didn't have children at the time. So when I arrived late at home is when I sat down with the wedding planning of the wedding that ended very late, and I had decided to work out every morning before going to work, so that meant very little sleep. I was really struggling with not working out every single day of the week. I was at the gym when they opened every single morning and as soon as I was done, it felt so much better. Not because of the workout, but because I could control it. I proved to myself that I could do this. It shouldn't have been this way, but too many brides feel like this. And if this story can help one, it's still worth sharing. This is not something I'm proud of, but it is something that I went through. So I prioritized too little sleep, which we all know doesn't work in the end, and a very bad priority. 
And I worked out with a tired body and a tired mind, which don't give the best results. This is exactly why I want to share this story with you, because I have learned from it and you don't have to do it this way. In the type of phase that you are going through right now, there are so many new elements, new things to think about, new things to do, loads of new tasks in your life. And to plan a wedding is like planning a huge event. It's easy to think that because you have the venue, the photographer and the florist that you are all set, but there is so much more to think about that goes into this. But what you don't easily understand while you are planning and are in the middle of it, especially if you're planning your wedding on your own without a plan or a planner, you might hit two weeks before the big day and really realize that what you thought you knew and what you thought you were in control of is not real and everything you wanted to do might not have been done and you are feeling like you are drowning and you realize that there is so much more to do to get ready and to make it all before the big day. Then these last weeks before the wedding become a hamster wheel, you turn up your gas trying to get everything done and it goes on behalf of your sleep and everything else. I don't want you to end in this situation. And it's easy to think, you know, oh, but what does a wedding planner really do? And is it really necessary to have one when I can do this myself? And of course you can do it yourself. Let me tell you, for an average couple, it takes 250 to 300 hours to plan their own wedding when you're googling for answers and trying to figure it out all by yourselves. To do that on top of having a very demanding job, maybe having kids and also trying to keep up with your hobbies, it's not easy and you might fall into the trap of prioritizing too little sleep to get through it all, to also maintain going to the gym, you might also eat a little and then it all gets into one hot mess. And if there's one thing you need right now in this process, it is fuel. Sleep, work out to get the positive sides of it, build muscle and fuel your body with good food that gives you energy. It is so important to block out time in your calendar for yourself. Plan ahead and set those hours in your calendar that really gives you the time you need and it allows you to work out with energy and not using up your energy. Make good choices in your life that allows you to be a good leader, good mother, good friend and a good fiance or whatever it is that you do that demands many hours of your time. Blocking out time is a really efficient way to plan your week ahead. I normally sit down with my husband every Sunday and we plan the week ahead together. Now that we also have two children that also have calendars that are full of activities, we need to know who's driving, who's picking up, who's taking them to school in the morning, especially if either one of us are out traveling as we both travel in our jobs. And this allows us to maintain working out time, time for ourselves and being social with friends and family. 
what happened when I was trying to lose the weight for my wedding was that yes, I did lose the weight, but I didn't do it the right way because I didn't prioritize getting enough sleep or eating enough good food. It wasn't dramatic. I lost a couple of kilos. It wasn't me not being a very big person, losing 20 kilos. That's not what I'm talking about. And I don't want to focus on the numbers because it's irrelevant, but I had to make a mindset shift and start to allow myself to enjoy the food. And that food can be fun, taste great and become something you can enjoy. But it took me some time. Also, after being a dancer and continuously feeling the pressure to be slim and to stay healthy, strong and to keep my well-being as a top priority and not to have so and so many kilos extra to be able to be on stage, etc. Yes, this was unfortunately a message we heard once in a while and it's not something I will tap into at the moment. But when I finally understood how I can eat from my body, I became a much happier person. And to learn to enjoy to make amazing meals that are easy to cook, have fun with and be excited about tasting, everything changed. Especially not thinking about how many calories there were in each meal. I felt so relieved. I work a lot with mindset. This is something I touch base with with several of my couples, especially brides, because when we are walking around thinking that things should be in a certain way, then that is the reality that we are creating for ourselves in our heads. So I had to figure out a new way of thinking and to come up with a new set of rules for myself that were not going to be rules. It was just so important to me to start implementing rules that I didn't have to just eat green leaves and nuts so I wouldn't get fat. But I could enjoy the meal. I feel the need to explain that this was really in my head. No one had told me how to live or that I had to lose weight. But I had struggled with stomach pain my whole life and after many tests and in and out of different doctors and hospitals, they diagnosed me with IBS. For some, this might feel like a taboo illness and the truth is that IBS is affected very differently in everyone. In short, the intestines don't pulsate normally as everyone else's. So with some food, it pulses faster and with some food, it pulses slower, which means that you might struggle to get the nutrition that you need from the food if it passes way too fast through your system or there might be other food that slows it down and stops everything. And as I have learned, what type of foods trigger it and what don't, which is again very individual, so it does take time, life has become easier and better. And for me, it's about eating relatively clean and preferably not eating gluten. But to be honest, the best thing I know is having a warm bun straight from the oven, and I do so once in a while, so then it's okay. But if I would do it every day, my stomach would struggle a lot. And IBS isn't necessarily also just triggered by food. It can also be triggered by stress, work-life situations, if you're not in a good place, sleep, all these type of things. So my huge fear was that I was going to arrive on the wedding day with a bloated stomach due to not eating right. And just to make my life a bit easier, I had also decided on a very tight dress in a mermaid shape. 
It is very individual what you are triggered with and stress is not a good thing for this. So send me a message if you need any advice here or tips around the topic. I'm not a nutritionist, but I can only share from my own experience and the food that has helped me. But I have to say that many women dread having a bloated stomach on their wedding day anyways. And as soon as I understood that this isn't about losing weight, it's about life quality, it allowed to put away trying to lose the weight and shifting into how can I live a great life with food I love or even better, learn to love new foods. My husband has commented several times how much I love to cook, test new things and love to make my children's lunchboxes and I really do. I now love to eat to maintain healthy. Enjoy the food, eat foods that builds us stronger, that makes us smarter, and it is so much easier to think, I want to have my handful of blueberries today because it contributes to my brain functioning better so I can be a better mother, leader, business owner, and help so many more brides. This also goes for your workout sessions. When you build muscle, you build strength, you build stamina, you also build stronger skeleton, you build a stronger brain, you make yourself feel so much better and there are so many great and amazing health benefits from prioritizing yourself. I am in no way a dietitian, but it is about really getting to the point where you acknowledge and appreciate that the food gives me joy, positive vibes and great energy and makes me strong then it's so much easier. After many years of stomach pain and extremely stomach pain, and I can admit that it was really bad because I had given birth to two kids without any anesthesia, and it was just as painful as giving birth when the pain was at its worst. But after some time, they also figured out that I do have endometriosis. And this can be quite a scary disease. There is not very much information about it, and the symptoms of endometriosis can be quite vague, so it can be very difficult to figure it out. And long story short, if you don't know or if you are struggling with stomach pain, please just talk to a doctor, go get yourself checked instead of trying to diagnose yourself. And the scary part about endometriosis is that you might struggle to have children and you might not even know that you have the disease or the other way around you might want to have children but not know that if you do have endometriosis it can make it challenging for you not to mention all the pain and all the issues and how food can actually help you with eliminating a lot of this pain and this was not to talk about endometriosis but it's it's a disease that Many women have, especially young women, and it's not very highly spoken about. I do not struggle with the same type of pain due to many reasons. I can get into that in a different episode. That was not the topic here right now. But I just wanted to know that if you do have any of these symptoms or any of these diseases, it's not your fault. You know, go get help. And food can really help in so many ways and realizing that the food can help you and you can benefit from it, that makes life so much easier. And that is the mindset shift that I'm trying to get to 
when it also comes to being a bride. Because so many brides get into this massive wheel of running and running and running and really trying to get slim and fit into that dress and you want it tighter and you want it neater and you want to look even slimmer and it's a scary point and I don't want my worst enemy to be in that condition or that you're running around planning like a crazy person and really trying to figure it out all by yourself. So my point was that if you have gotten to this point where you feel like you really want to lose weight and you really want to do it and you might not even have physical weight that you want to lose. It might just be that making some choices for yourself that will give you energy, boost your vibe, allow yourself to get some more rests and fuel yourself with sleep might help so much more than actually going to the gym and running and running and running. And trust me, you are not alone in this situation. So many brides feel the same way. What I'm trying to say is that you don't have to feel this way and you don't have to make choices in your life that allow you to stick and to be running in this wheel. So long story short to all of this is that it became important to me to not eat things that contributed to creating infections in my body because that would lead to bigger stomach pains, especially when it comes to the endometriosis part. So I had to let go of old fears and if an old thought comes back, even today, and that might make me feel uncertain or insecure, I thank the thought for coming in and I let it go. I physically sit down and tell myself, thank you for reminding me of this fear. I let go of this fear right now and I will continue with my day. It's so effective. Try it and tell me how it works. I'm very curious if this works for you too or if it's just me being a crazy person. I have also been through two pregnancies and I have to admit that I was the type of person that was thinking, oh, you know, when I get pregnant, I might get fat, never lose the weight. And of course you lose the weight. It comes off. It's fine. Don't stress about it. What I regret is that I stressed about it. And yes, you know, I have been the type that goes for long runs and has had the need to work out a lot, as many other women have. And if you are having these feelings about this yourself, you know, or you're touching on this point, please send me a DM. I'm here for you. But most importantly, don't continue to go full speed ahead. And if you really are just too tired, please boost yourself with some sleep. For example, today, if you're listening to this podcast and you feel really exhausted and you might struggle with talking to yourself in a really nice way and you're stressing around, stress never helps anything. It doesn't make you work any faster. It doesn't make you make choices any faster. What does help is going to bed early, getting a good night's sleep and coming back tomorrow with a completely different mindset, with sleep that has cleaned your brain and you will make some good choices for yourself and talk to yourself in a completely different way. Block out times in your calendar that allows you to enjoy the fun things you want to do. Your body is a machine, but you know, it needs oil, love, food, sleep, time, time to just be. These days we bring up our phone in the smallest situations if we're waiting for someone and they are coming late. You might bring up your phone even though they'll be there in five minutes. Try and just 
stand there, look at the world around you, look at what is moving and what isn't. Your body can't just go and go and go, no matter how much you want it to. And when you are a ride, it is easy to think, but I have too much here and too much there, and then you start getting hung up on it. But I want you to know that you are beautiful, no matter what, no matter the size you are, how you look, and if you are looking to achieve a healthy lifestyle and want to set goals that are healthy, I am the first person to cheer you on, then yes, go ahead. Do what is best for you and your body. Don't do like I did. I went full speed ahead and just didn't listen to my body, which put me in the situation where I woke up the wedding day after only sleeping three and a half hours with the worst stomach pain because I was focusing so much on planning the best wedding that my body was actually really struggling to cope. You are amazing just as you are and your partner is really looking forward to celebrating the day with you just as you are. Often they are thinking, I'm so excited to spend the rest of my life with this person and nothing else matters. It doesn't matter which size you choose for your dress or that your nails are perfect. What matters is that you are happy, healthy and well on your wedding day. So how can you implement becoming a strong bride and being a strong bride, walking into a room with confidence, what you don't want is to run many hours that you haven't prioritized sleep and then you need five layers of concealer under your eyes to even look like a human being on your wedding day. So here are my tips. Prioritize working out. It gives you more energy, builds muscle, which creates a stronger bride mentally and physically. Block out time for yourself in your calendar. Treat your skin and build glow from the inside out with food. You don't need all of these hundreds of products. Eat well and your skin will glow. When you take care of yourself, when you sleep, your skin will glow. You can start today by thinking, it is a privilege that I have the possibility to be able to put great food into my body so I can fuel it well. I love to cook healthy food. I start my mornings with a smoothie, almost always, but it's not just fruit. I fill it full of protein with cottage cheese. Maybe a smoothie is a great way for you to start your day. I work out three days a week, sometimes four. I take infrared sauna, which I absolutely love. And I love the one from Radiant Health that I can sit in my own home after a morning workout. You, it's a little box that you physically sit inside and it's heated and it takes me all the way down south to the summer and I absolutely love it. It's the heat that really gets into your bones. And you can prioritize going to bed earlier, which allows you to get more deep sleep and feel better rested and learn so much more throughout the day. This will allow you to make fun choices, live a life that you want to live, and life is just too short for anything else. And it's so easy to say, okay, now I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And then one day you fall over and you go, oh, I'm so sick, I don't know what to do. I've been sick for the last six weeks. I've been trying to work out, 
hasn't really worked. I even shared on Instagram the other day that, oh, you know, I can share my tips with you along the way. I haven't gotten to that point yet. I've been so sick. Today's the first day I have my normal voice back for six weeks. And what I do then is that I get back on the wheel again. Okay, I might be struggling with my lungs. So I'm not going to go for long runs. My knees can't run anyway. I'm, I, have, I have an issue with my knee after being a dancer for so many years. So I have to be a bit careful with the running part. But I can go for walks. I can start working out with weights again. And I'll start tomorrow. And I try and prioritize sleep. It doesn't always work. I still have small children, you know. And, but it's about trying and implementing and accepting, okay, Today I got a workout, it was 20 minutes. 20 minutes is much better than nothing. Okay, today I'll go to bed five minutes earlier. Okay, you sleep five minutes longer than you did the night before. It's about making small changes. And if you didn't listen to the episode that was last week, How to Become a Super Bride, I really recommend you to listen to that episode. My point is, you can just get back on the horse again if you fall off and it's fine. It's about making the small changes in your everyday life that will allow you to feel stronger and to feel better and to feel better taken care of and not saying to yourself that go, go, go is the only way to become a bride that you want to be. No, you don't have to go that route. It's not for you. And if any thoughts of uncertainty pops up for you, Thank the thought for coming in and throw it out the window. I have received so many messages from brides lying awake at night, after night, going to bed, struggling to sleep because your thoughts are still spinning and all you want to do is to continue the planning. Let go of the fear, let go of the worry, you will be fine. Breathe with your stomach. Next time you feel the stress creeping in, put your hand on your stomach, take a deep breath, count to five, while breathing in and then count to five while breathing out. Do this five times, center yourself. And this is actually a really good exercise to start rehearsing for yourself. Because if the stressful thoughts arrive on your wedding day, you will then have this as your super tool. So you can breathe it out and be a centered and powerful bride, having the ability to control your energy and to carry your beautiful light. No matter where you are, you are amazing. Remember that. If you're feeling that you're scared, that the thoughts of I have to lose weight or I have to do this and that, start by changing the sentence to I get to plan my wedding. I get to have fun along the way and I get to enjoy the journey. I get to tell myself that I am an amazing soul and I get to be grateful for this day and be happy that I am on this journey to a healthier version of myself. Everything is about how we talk to ourselves. If I knew when what I know now, I wouldn't have behaved the way that I did. I started to meditate, take time for myself and to enjoy life so much more. And trust me, meditation was not my thing at all. Today, I say my mantra to myself every single day. And it allows me to stay centered and focused. And I really wish this for you also. So try it. I am here to guide you in a better direction. 
I'm here if you need to talk, and I'm here for you so you don't have to make the same mistakes I did. I have been working on something for a really long time now that I'm so excited to share with you very, very, very soon. And this will help you so much in your wedding planning journey, especially if you're planning your wedding yourself. So stay tuned for it. I'm so grateful that you're here with me and that you share your joys and worries with me. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for next week's episode. For now, make sure to download the checklist below so you can get started on tackling your to-do lists. And if you have any questions, let me know. This was a podcast episode that inspired you or if you want to help more brides or others you know that will benefit from this episode, please share this episode with them so we can help more people together. I hope you make an amazing day for yourself. <laughs>